Welcome back to A Time to Balloon, the podcast. I am Chantel Biddings, licensed clinical professional counselor. This podcast will explore how your relationships, your job, your friends, your life experiences, and your faith impact your mental health. Today, my special guest is Andrea Harvey, and she will be discussing with me transitioning during the pandemic. So Andrea, introduce yourself. Well, introduce yourself, and then let's talk a little bit about what's going on with you. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, everybody. Um, as Chantel mentioned, my name is Andrea Harvey, or Drea Harvey. A lot of people know me as Drea. I am an attorney, so I do have my own law firm. But during COVID, and a little bit before COVID, I started a lifestyle and food blog uh, called Windy City Peach. So on there, I share cooking tips, recipes, and I also talk about gardening and sharing, like starting your own garden, how to maintain your garden, and taking the things from your garden and cooking them in your own kitchen. So that's pretty much my Windy City Peach brand, and it's something that I've been working on, like I said, a little bit before COVID, and I've been going since then to present. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Drea, tell us what made you want to make that transition from law to lifestyle blogger extraordinaire? Man, you know, um, and you know, I don't know, you like Wendy Williams because you're about to get the exclusive. <laughs> I've never uh, really told this whole story, like, you know, how I got started with it. So, just going back. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I had my own law firm and I love what I did, but I am extremely creative. So, so I've always cooked and I always, well, not going to say always garden, but gardening was something that I started to do. And, um, as I was gardening, I was so excited about it. I was just sharing it on my Instagram. I was like, oh my gosh, guys, look at this cool thing I did and then I would of course garden and take the things from my garden and, and eventually cook them and people were just really wild because a lot of them had literally been watching it since it had started from a seed and to see me you know now cook and consume it it was just really cool from that process so I've always been a cook and I would share recipes with people and people would tell me how much they had success based on what I had shown them. And then every holiday around Thanksgiving and Christmas, my phone literally would just be blowing up with people like, Drea, how you do this? Drea, how you do this? And I would just be like, hey, yeah, here's a recipe. I wrote it up. Here you go, girl. So it was just something that I did. So anyway, um, about a year or so ago, um, back in 2000, when 2020, um, back in 2018, I kind of went through, I don't want to say a depression, but it was just like a time period where I just kind of felt very lost. So I was just really trying to find something that I could do to channel my energies and just to keep my spirits up during, um, it was actually during 
the fall because I, I realized I, I suffer from um, seasonal effectiveness disorder. So I was just trying to do something. So I went to the Y and I joined this photography class. And um, man, I took this class so seriously. Like I was in this class, like really, really learning like about my digital camera and how to take photos and all this kinds of stuff. And I was so dedicated to the class. I ended up taking like three, I'm, I'm basically like an intermediate photographer. So anyway, I learned how to take pictures. Okay, cool. Um, so then I would cook and I would start to take pictures of my food and people was like, oh my God, please give me that recipe. And I'm just like, I mean, I was just, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm just fooling around. Hey, I'm, you know, I, it was honestly, I was cooking things that I had been cooking anyway, but also kind of practicing my photography skills. Um, and so anyway, it was the fall of 2019. And um, I was like, I'm gonna record this video and put it on Instagram. And the video like kind of went a little crazy. I was like, oh wow, people like really wanted to learn how to cook this thing. And so I guess you could say Wendy City Peach was born from there. I had had the logo for a long time. Um, I had created the logo and didn't really know what to do with it. A friend of mine made it for me and I was like, oh, you know, let me do this Winnie City Peach thing. And But I didn't really know what to do with it. But really it wasn't until, like I said, 2018, I took the photography class, 2019, I did the video. And I said, okay, let's like really create a brand around this. And it kind of went from there. I know that's like the longest answer. <laughs> but that's how, you know, that's the true story. <laughs> no, but that's perfect. Because I think that a lot of times people are always searching for their next thing. What is something that they are passionate about that they can turn into something that they really enjoy um, and brand it out and make it what they want it to be. Um, I think mm -hmm. especially during um, the COVID times, people were kind of right. searching for something to do. Um, yeah. I, I follow your pages, of course. And so <laughs> I started my own little garden um, during the spring of this year, um, just with following your advice and, and reading your posts and watching your videos. Um, <laughs> and I think that it was an excellent stress relief for me. Um, awesome. Like, even as a therapist, I think we always have to be mindful of our self-care, um, mm -hmm. especially during the pandemic, trying to find something to occupy your time, to occupy your mind, um, and that will give you some peace during yeah. the time. So I think that gardening for me during the spring was something very enriching, something that helped me to, you know, put my hands to work and then see and the the transitions of your garden and seeing things actually grow and being able to use the things that you've grown to cook with was such an experience um and so you inspired me in that way thank you thank um, you that's good yeah. to hear you know i just want to say like one of the reasons why i started sharing gardening was because as i began to garden i was enjoying it so much and I was going to the greenhouse and, you know, I'm a talkative person. So 
all of my gardening friends was like 65 and up. And I'm just like, wait a minute, I gotta wait till I'm 65 to enjoy this. Like I wanna enjoy this now. So I was more so sharing it with people, you know, that were my age. Cause I'm like, come on y'all. I need some more young people to do this with me. Right. Cause all my friends are like retired and they're just not doing it. But we can enjoy this now. You know, we don't have to wait until the children are off to college or, you know, you've retired from your job. We can start doing this stuff now. And it was so much joy. I really just wanted to share it with other people so they too could could really experience what I was experiencing. Um, so it's, it's so good for me to hear, you know, that you started a little garden and everything because that's really what it's all about. Exactly, exactly. And so like uh, during the pandemic, you know, that's always a, a time when everyone is, is wailing about the woes of the pandemic. Of course, we know mm-hmm. that thousands of lives have been affected. You know, people have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also good for us to explore how some of these challenges have like propelled us to make transitions and, and do new things, do exciting things that we would never have considered before. Um, I know I started doing um, telehealth therapy which is something I always thought about. I had already bought the software to do it, um, but never put it in action until I actually had to um, during the pandemic. Um, But it's also been a great time where I've been able to launch this podcast and do Mm -hmm. more writing and things that I always wanted to do if I had more time. Um, So talk to us about some of the challenges that you had with transitioning um, to put a little bit more focus on the Windy Windy City Peach brand? Yeah, it was definitely challenging. I would say just from a general branding standpoint, because anyone who has, you know, kept up with me or followed me, they would know that um, my branding was about the law. It was very serious um, and very educational. And um, I was talking about serious topics. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I had you on my own podcast. I had a podcast. I was talking about divorce and emotional stuff. And so it was very, very heavy. Um, And a lot of my branding was about me in a suit. And, um, you know, I had on my power lipstick and, you know, I was just out here just really being like the embodiment of the serious lawyer trying to educate you and of course obviously marketing my own firm and marketing myself and so as I began to really show this other side of me that was there all along I just hadn't really been showing it Mm -hmm. it I was really initially nervous because I'm like, oh, will the two brands conflict? Will people, will I lose um, integrity as an attorney for people to see me, you know, out here cooking and stuff? Because the thing that I figured out very quickly um, is from the Windy City Windy City Peach branding standpoint, I was not going to be dressed up all the time. Like I was like, all right, look, I'm not about to be out here in my garden with a full face of makeup on, right. trying to be like the cutest thing walking, you know, because I put a lot of thought and effort into literally everything for my branding for, from um, 
Andrea M. Harvey. And so anyway, I was really nervous about that transition, but I said, you know what, this is me. I am all of those things. I can put on a suit and go in the courtroom and do what I got to do, but I can also go in the garden, take all that off and have on some overalls and, you know, get dirty. So, and, you know, be in the kitchen and whatever. So, um, that was probably the most difficult part for me personally, just that part of the transition in, um, in branding myself and showing this other side of me. But it was so amazing is people didn't even blink their eyes. They were like, oh, you cook too? Cool. Like, well, let me see what you're cooking in the kitchen. What are you doing in the garden, you know? And so I really overthought that. So I would say for anybody, you know, as we're in this pandemic, there might be some things that you just want to try. I promise just stick it at the wall and, and, you know, throw it at the wall and just, just take a chance because you really don't know how people will respond. And I mean, it's at first, Winnie City Peach was the support that I had was from people who knew me, you know, and they've sat at my kitchen before, or they've been to my house and seen my garden. But now I have supporters and people that I've never even met before. And they, they don't even really know this under M. Harvey attorney person, you know, they're just into this other brand and they're learning and they're cooking and they're gardening and they're, do and they're doing things. And so I never imagined that it would grow, you know, so quickly. That's great. That's great. I think that is important for us to remember that we are multifaceted individuals. And so you can be this highly professional, serious person, but also be a fun, loving, giving gardener, cook, extraordinary, yeah. and, and still be all you. Um, mm -hmm. And I think like exercising our strengths during this time uh, of the pandemic is something we're all learning how to do, or we should be learning how to do. Mm -hmm. um, we can't just be stagnant and, and, you know, staying where we are. We can always be reaching and growing. Um, and I think that's a big portion of why I wanted to do this podcast, um, to encourage people to kind of stretch yourself a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. it's definitely stretching me to do the podcast. Um, yeah. but yeah. definitely encouraging other people that is healthy for you mentally and emotionally and spiritually to kind of see where else you, where else you can go and what else you can do. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's an awesome point. And I remember at the very beginning of the pandemic, um, where everybody was just like, wait a minute, so we got to be in the house the whole time? Like, what are we going to do, you know? And so at first, you know, everybody was cleaning out their closet, right? You remember the clean out the closet phase of the pandemic yes. where everybody was cleaning their house? And then it was like, all right, well, now my kitchen is clean and I've thrown away, you know, all these, you know, I've given away clothes and I got rid of all this stuff in my closet. So what next, you know? So I think, that was a part of it too, as we all began to adjust to being at home and then this new quote unquote extra time, which it was basically the time that we were spending commuting and doing all those things. And so just finding ways to adjust, it's, it's been really important. And, you know, I, the timing of me coming out with the Windy City Peach brand and the pandemic and people being home and more people have to cook and eating options and things I definitely couldn't have figured that out on my own but it was 
just amazing how the timing went. Um, and so I was, I was like, wow, people are really watching my videos. I'm like, oh, well, they're at home. You know, <laughs> they ain't got time to watch them. But I mean, hey, that's awesome for me. So that really encouraged me to continue to put out content and put out information because people really wanted it. Exactly. It, w- it was perfect timing for me. I mean, I definitely needed something else. Um, and you're right. It was, it's definitely a transition because um, and you know, and I know that, you know, people that are in the helping profession, we just kind of changed locations. We kept working. Mm-hmm. I didn't really mm-hmm. get a pandemic break or shutdown. I just kept working. Um, yeah, but yeah, I did. My yeah, community. it was basically like oh. computer time. Now yes. that's all. <laughs> that's all. Um, but being able to be done with the work and still having hours that I was commuting um, or, you know, being able to cook during the day, you know, while I'm on calls was always a, a blessing. So I always had that, you know, few hours in the evening or in the morning that I could go out in the yard and, and check on my little baby plants and, and do all that <laughs> stuff and try new recipes that, you know, usually during the week, I'm like, okay, what's quick and what's easy? Let me get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and we keep it moving. Um, so we know that you did all this wonderful transitioning. And in the midst of all that, all the wonderful things you do, you found a way to create a cookbook and put it out right before um, Thanksgiving so we could all utilize these recipes. Yes. Tell me <laughs> about this cookbook experience. Oh, man. So I decided to do my cookbook. Like I was mentioning earlier, um, every holiday, people would call me and ask me for recipes for this, that, and the third. And um, I realized that I genuinely had written a cookbook just from my own personal collection of testing recipes and things like that. Like, I am the type of person that will try a recipe and make it my own or I will literally take a take an idea a a kitchen concept and um be in the kitchen as I'm cooking I'm writing down like okay I did two teaspoons of that and one tablespoon of that you know and so I had really inadvertently created this cookbook and so I wanted to have a way that um I could share my recipes with people, but not piecemeal. But I also wanted to share things that I had not shared with the general public because I wanted my cookbook to be exclusive. I didn't want to create a cookbook of a bunch of recipes that I already had online, I already had on YouTube because people were like, well, why would I pay for that? You know? Right. And um, the other part of it was, and um, I don't know the demographic of your listeners, but if they're anything like me and how I grew up, we don't share recipes. Right. Like, we be like, you know, our grandparents, they, they don't tell us stuff. And they mean well, and it's like kind of a running joke that grandma don't share or auntie don't share but that's like really frustrating when yes. you're trying to cook you're like okay yeah but like how many tablespoons like I legit need to know this like I can't just you know to the ancestors say it's enough you know right. so I really I genuinely wanted to alleviate that problem I was like no We really need to write this stuff down. We need to share this with people. And so I was like, you know what? I know that Thanksgiving is coming. I know that the holidays are coming. 
and most people are the holidays are going to look different you know some people families like grandma just cook everything they show up you show up and everybody eat you know or some people families they do it potluck style you know but there were a lot of people who hadn't solely been responsible for the entire Thanksgiving dinner from the dressing to the meat to the this to the that and so I really wanted to create a resource for them um because I know how that was that I hosted my first Thanksgiving I would say about eight or nine years ago I was freaked out nervous and I'm calling my mom my grandmother and I was just like literally in a tailspin because they were not giving me recipes and i was just like i will not do somebody like this if somebody called me asked me how to cook something i'm gonna tell them like i don't understand you know so anyway all of that to say i really wanted to create a resource for people because i knew that we needed it you know i knew that it was needed so i started working on it um really this summer and um at first i really i taught myself out of it a million one times you know and um because number one these were exclusive recipes even though they were tested they were exclusive i'm just like oh god somebody gonna take my recipe it ain't gonna work and you know then i'm gonna be out here my name gonna be bad when you see the peach messing up people thanksgiving you know but um but i just i stuck with it i i was determined to stick with it um and people had success that man like people had success people were texting me um messaging me like i never made my own yeast rolls and i did it on my own you know and that just that made me so happy because it literally made me feel like i was a part of your dinner your thanksgiving dinner your happiness where people you know if you're a cook you love someone say girl timmy's wants me how you cook this such and such right. you know and for people to get that reaction off of my recipes that's like them telling me that even though they were telling the person you know so that's just that that's that was the greatest joy this holiday so many people texting me like i made your sweet potato pie my grandmother said it was the best pie she ever had i'm like yes yes <laughs> so yeah oh my gosh sorry i could just talk about this all day long <laughs> but it's good i'm I'm a tester i'm gonna be one of your first testimonies that of course let's put it on the record for the record <laughs> but i did make the pound the cheesecake no the cream cheese pound cake yes from, from the recipe and i also made the yeast rolls and they were absolutely phenomenal that's I awesome only have one little corner of cake left and maybe <laughs> i doubled the roll recipe because i guess these men folks in my house they eat everything oh yes um, yes so i got like three rolls left um, oh yeah so. those rolls man i worked on that recipe i i should like be 20 pounds heavy i practiced that recipe a million and one time i was determined i knew that i wanted to make a yeast roll recipe but i wanted to make it easy for people and i wanted it to be exactly an hour like i was like an hour long recipe because you know some of them some recipes are pretty long. I've made those longer ones and they're good too, but 
I really wanted to perfect that hour-long recipe. So that's so good for me to hear and your family. So now, now that you made them, like, you can make rolls, like, at the drop of a hat. Like, oh, girl, I'll make some bread. No big deal, you no know. No big deal. I got yeast. <laughs> I got yeast. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I had, like, auntie, you know what I'm saying? No big deal. <laughs> so it, it, they, the recipes, they work, you all. I'm going to post the link um, for you to purchase the cookbook. Um, but tell our listeners how they can contact you, how they can purchase the cookbook, and and how to follow you in all of your wonderful Windy City Peach adventures. Yes, as you all heard, Windy City Peach is the name. So you can go to windycitypeach.com. I have recipes on there. I have gardening tips on there. I also have product reviews, so different kitchen items and things. I, I have reviews. And there's also my name on YouTube as well as on Instagram. It's Seth on Instagram. It's Windy City underscore Peach. And um, you can get my, it's an ebook, so you can get it on my website. And um, it's available for you to download. Um, I had a Black Friday. Actually, it was a Black Friday, uh, what you call it? Cyber Saturday, no, Cyber Monday and Small Business Saturday sale where it was half off, but it is still available. And you know what? I'm going to give your listeners, I'm going to give them coupon code. Well, come on, coupon code. I am. So because by the time this comes out, the book, the uh, Cyber Monday will be over. So um, I'm going to give your listeners a coupon code. It's going to be Drea's friend. I'll give it to you so you can, you know, give it to them so yeah. they can get a percentage off of the book. And it is an ebook. It has, of course, as Chantel mentioned, a pound cake. I got a red velvet cake. Um, sweet potato pie. I also have, do I have pumpkin pie in there? I might have pumpkin pie in there. It's like 30... 30 some odd recipes, but also not just recipes. I also give hosting tips. So yes. tips for people when you are hosting at your home, I give little um, things that I've learned through the years from hosting and having things at my house, how to entertain your guests. And so it's not just a recipe book. It is also a hosting guide and 53 pages is uh, 53 pages. I also have in there recipes that are traditional as well as instant pot. So for example, I have a mashed potato recipe in there, but I have an instant pot version and a traditional recipe. So some of the recipes you will get two versions of them and um, I'm really excited about the book I um I think I could have edited it a thousand and one times but eventually you know you got to put it out so I'm really excited about it but it's an ebook and you can download it drop it right into your e-reader and save it and have it you know for Thanksgivings to come or holidays or whatever honestly because um, okay. it's not just soul food in there Absolutely. Every, every day. I mean, it's always good to have some new recipes in your repertoire. And I love that she included the traditional way and the Instant Pot way um, for those times when you need something just quick and easy, but that's going to taste mm -hmm. really good. I mean, mm -hmm. and true, it works. So I am um, going to be the biggest uh, supporter. You know, we always got that running joke. I mean, what kind of friends do you have if they don't support you? So Yes. <laughs> 
So I am going to do that. So for all of my listeners, thank you so much for joining today for a time to bloom the podcast with my special, special guest, Drea Harvey or Wendy City Peach, as we like to refer to her. (laughs) Um, So please follow her. I will, of course, include everything in the links so you can buy the cookbook and use the coupon code Drea's Friends. And I will also include that. So thank you so much for joining. And I look forward to sharing with you again next week on A Time to Bloom.